Hello, everybody, and of course, welcome back to another episode of X Talking Ish with your boy X. Pretty boy Ish. You already know what to do. If you are checking us out on Facebook, please make sure you like and share this broadcast. If you are on our Facebook page, please make sure you go ahead and like our Facebook page at X Talking Ish. And of course, if you are on YouTube, please make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and go ahead and hit that notification bell for shows like this in the future. Bing. Thank you for that ish. And as well, mm-hmm. if you are on Twitter, please make sure you go ahead and follow us on X Talking Ish. And at the moment, I'm going to go ahead and, of course, retweet it on my personal page at X underscore Williams 81. All righty, then we know why y'all came. We know why y'all are here. Of course, you are here for the NFL week eight recap, which you're, you know. Which y'all's favorite, of course, X X and Nish, baby. Which X and Nish? Where else would you want to be? Hey, if you're an Astros fan, I don't know if you want to be watching the game right now. So <laughs> take take your attention off of that and go ahead and check us out for a second. Who knows? After the show's over with, you might you know check it back into your and be up time. So let's go ahead and get just dive right into these topics. We have a lot to talk talk about and only a short time frame. Let's get into the Monday Night Football game with the Giants and the Chiefs-ish. Of course, if people tuned in yesterday, we, of course, talked about them. We have a show about these two teams. Of course, this is your team. I just want to ask you, how did you feel about the second half of what the Chiefs did? Do you feel like that was a good enough closing performance for you for you to say to yourself as a fan, we look good enough to make a run in this back half of the schedule. I mean, they won the game, so it was good enough to win the game. That's all they needed. And uh, uh, moving forward, that's that's all that that it is, man. One game at a time. Do what you got to do to win that game, and then we'll move on to the next week. So I'm not looking too far in advance. I know a lot of people are looking at the strength of the uh, schedule, um, moving forward and how it is the worst uh, schedule in the NFL remaining. Uh, but I'm not worried about all that. I'm just worried about the next game, and then we're going to see what happens there. And we'll just take it one game at a time because at this point, that's all the Chiefs can do. Take it one game at a time, focus on the next opponent, make sure they get the job done, and then we'll keep on rolling. No, I, mean, I definitely agree. Sounds like a you, you sound like a spoken true vet. You sound like somebody's been around the game for a long time, and you are correct, ish. But for somebody like myself, I mean, I'm just looking at this this schedule. You play the Packers next week. You play the Raiders. You play the Cowboys. You play the Broncos. You play the Raiders again. Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, and then you finish the season off with your divisional foe, the Broncos. And with that being said, ish. Are, are you do you think that they can muster a wild card spot with this team? Be honest with me. I mean, I'm not really looking at I'm not even really looking at it like that anymore. I've, I've decided that I'm going to stop trying to uh, predict what the Chiefs team is going to do, because on their day, <laughs> everyone out here knows that the Chiefs can beat any team in the NFL on their I mean, day. But we don't. Yeah, we do know that. 
Like okay, let's let's play. not let's not play let's not play dumb. On I mean, days. I'm just asking. This, this is a four and four team by week eight, and for some reason, again, the losses y'all have are against playoff teams, and for some reason, y'all just keep thinking y'all could just turn this shit on. So I, I'm just trying to be realistic. What's happening? On the, on their day, everyone out here knows that the Chiefs can beat any team in the NFL. Okay. Okay. It's plain. Okay. It's plain and simple. So. I mean, all I'm worried about right now is the Green Bay Packers and winning this game next week, um, and then we'll go from there. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. We're, they made a couple moves during the trade deadline. Nothing too too big. We'll have to see what impact Melvin Ingram has on the on the team, and hopefully he can provide a little bit of a spark or something for that for that group on the defensive side of the ball. But. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not really, you know, I'm not really getting too high. I'm not really getting too low. I'm just I'm just riding the wave, baby, one week at a time. I feel you ride wave, ride that wave. I feel you, playboy. Travis Cross, it was good, fellas. First, I gotta say congrats to Atlanta Braves. <laughs> well, Travis, I will say this is the show of pettiness, and I respect the pettiness. So, hey, do what you do, playboy. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till the game is over with before I mm-hmm. start my pettiness. So okay. watch out for my memes. They will be coming. Just let yep. you know. All righty then. With that being said, let's go ahead and check into the Sunday night football game that we all saw because, let's be real, unfortunately when America's team is on, ratings go up. No matter if you like the Cowboys or not, bring the ratings. And I feel we got to talk about this game right quick on some, on some serious talk-ish. Because apparently in the group chat we had somebody that didn't like what uh, apparently what we were talking about the Cowboys, but because you know we like to joke. You say we? I chose the Cowboys. <laughs> first you of all, you did. We. First of all, you yeah. did. I was just speaking on the, the fact that I was joking with a, a certain person on the group chat. I'm gonna let him name remain uh, nameless until he hops on the show and, and reveals himself. But I will be the first to say this. I did not pick the Cowboys. Let's, let's show everybody who we picked. I did not pick the Cowboys mainly, of course, because Dak Prescott was not playing. I do value Dak as a great quarterback when it comes to if Dak is not there, can the whole offense function with him? That's what I was looking at, especially going back to last year. But if you look at the back of quarterbacks I had last year, especially Ben Dadookie, that's what I've always called him, and also uh, Garrett Gilbert, it just seemed like they were never, ever ready for that limelight. Mm-hmm. But with Cooper Rush... Mm. Again, it didn't seem like he was ready as well, but it didn't seem like, it seemed he like was ready. It's, it's let me finish. It seemed like the team rally around him and it allowed him to play comfortably, allowed him to, to, to be able to give the ball to his playmakers, allowed him to understand that you don't have to win us the game. You just don't lose us the game. Play within the game plan, don't do no extra stuff, and get up out of here with a win. And that's what they were able to do. And with that being said. I say right here first on X talking is the Cowboys are going to the NFC Championship game. I want to say Super Bowl. I want to say Super Bowl. I really do. But I feel like they have a secured spot in the NFC Championship game because now you have a one-two punch at running back. You have a hell of a wide receiver core. Now if that goes down, you have an actual decent backup quarterback that you can trust in and maybe – Play a play a half, win game, whatever it is, and everything isn't mounted on Dak. Everybody in Dallas knows it's Dak's team, right? But to now have this full arsenal, this this is the first time we've seen these Cowboys 
with both sides of the ball ready to make a make some noise probably since the 90s maybe maybe it maybe the Tony Romo TO days maybe but right now I, I honestly I seriously honestly want to give respect to the Cowboys I know we joke on them all the time but being able to win that game against Minnesota that was Kirk Cousins game to win he did not do it and to have Cooper Rush come in there and save uh, and steal that game from him I got to give my hat off to the Dallas Cowboys. Travis Crow says, I just want to fast forward to the Cardinals. Hey, don't worry about it. Take it, take it one step at a time. One game enjoy at a time, baby. One game enjoy at a time. The, enjoy the ride because y'all going all the way to the Super Bowl, sir. Ooh, I mean, you calling it now, too? Just go ahead and enjoy the ride all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, the only team really on in the NFC side, I mean, of course, you got Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who you just can't overlook. Um, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, yeah. Um, but really, I'm looking at the Arizona Cardinals and my main man, Cliff Kingsbury, over there as the real contenders for them. So, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but you, you saying Cooper Rush went in and stole that game, but really, um, he did not steal it to me. He played really well. He earned that victory. Um, Kirk Cousins did not. Kirk Cousins played like Dookie. Um, Very disappointed in Kirk. It was, I mean, a chance for him to prove that he had earned some of the compliments we had been giving him throughout the season um, because he had been playing really well up until this point. He had played really well in all the games, even all the losses. He played really well. Uh, but this game in particular, um, not that he turned the ball over or anything like that, but um, just one touchdown and 184 yards, like, that's just not good enough, sir. Not good enough at all. And nope, nope. the Cowboys, I mean, they're, they're the real deal. They're the real deal. So we're going to have to wait and see. I definitely agree. I, wanted, I do want to get to this comment right quick from Neil. He says they will lose in the playoffs. They ain't built for it i'm gonna okay. have to disagree i'm gonna have to disagree on that one i think with that one two punch in the in the backfield I, like that helps so much for me yeah i agree i mean it's the nfc is, is top heavy like a mug but i feel like they can contend with any team in the nfc right now and speaking of any team in the nfc let's go ahead and move right into our third night football game i'm pretty sure a lot of us forgot about but the packers and the cardinals to Excuse me, two seven one teams at the moment now because the Packers, of course, um, stopped the Arizona Cardinals from, of course, being undefeated. And the best thing about this win for Aaron Rodgers really is because it adds another feather to his cap. For him to be able to go into that Thursday night football game without his top two targets, that for the for Matt Lafleur and that offensive side of the ball to come in with a great game plan to make sure that they run the ball and keep Kyler Murray off the off the field. It was a hell of a game plan. I, we both picked the Cardinals to win that game. They should have won that game. They should have, but hey, they should, of course, have, they should have won that game. Hey, boy, Aaron, a- a- Green, do what Aaron I don't know what Rogers happened do. with him. And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, do when they were on the what? You AJ Green, AJ Green threw that game away for them. There you go. AJ Green threw that game away. Like I said, like I said, and I will say, this is AJ Green's first year. This is AJ Green's first year on that team. Nope. As you can obviously see, they both had miscommunication issues because nope. obviously he was looking to block. He wasn't even looking to catch the ball. So that's miscommunication on Kyler Murray and A.J. Green. So don't even get on A.J. Green like that. You got to stop nope. that. Don't put that man back out there. 
He cost us the the perfect season. Like, come on, man. Hold oh, up. Even Lee said as well. Shit, top four targets. No, yeah, MS, I mean, no MV, went down early. MVS and Tungy. Yeah. So Tungy yeah, and I, I ain't gonna early. lie. I appreciate that, Lee. I definitely forgot about Tungy being out. Yeah, with with this with his ACL being you know being gone, he's out for the rest of the year. It's gonna be a ride adjusted that neil says of course rogers is built different he also says this next thursday night game is so trash they had a bunch of good thursday night games now they give us colts versus jets i don't know hey, neil hey, i don't know neil don't sleep on hey, that thursday hey, night game hey, i'm just hey, saying neil. that the the jets first hey off, the jets are playing pretty decent first off the jets colts have played well the past I'm just, couple I, of the past I, hold on hold on when i was about to win you over here want to stop me and, and, and say i'm i'm crazy you. I didn't say Carson Wentz was playing well. I said the okay. Colts are the playing Colts. well. The Colts. The okay. Colts. The Colts are playing well. The team is playing well. Sam Bradford yeah, 2.0. Some of the dumbass throws that he was making yeah, on Sunday, I was – yeah, I might agree with you on Sam – I mean, Sam Bradford 2.0 crap. Yeah. But anywho, again, to finish up this topic – after this game, of course, if you did see on social media, Aaron Rodgers was growing out his hair and was finally waiting to show everybody why he was growing out his hair. And I don't know about you, Ish, but I don't want to mess with his dog. You oh know how gosh. you know how folks are when it comes to their dog. You mess with their yeah, dog, they gonna come and kill you. And, and I don't know about you, but hey, that boy everybody gonna come back in this in this in this second half of the season, and he gonna act like y'all fools y'all fools killed his dog. So he gonna come out. I'm telling you, he gonna come out and come slicing some boys. I'm just saying. Greg also says on YouTube, Packers are going to beat the Cardinals. Yes, they they did great. They beat them on Thursday. All right, you looks it looks like Greg's a little sleepy over there. It's all good. We, we got to wake you up. This is the recap. This isn't the preview game, a preview show of the games that we of course have for the upcoming week. Uh, with that being said, uh, uh oh, Neil has they a will proclamation. Not win it all. They Neil says Packers win winning it all. Calling now. I, I don't they know. will not win it all. Especially after you just. I know Jalen Smith didn't really do too much, but I don't understand Jalen Smith. Uh, maybe he just didn't fit. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Of course, the Packers do have Whitney Merciless. Let's see what it'll be interesting to see how they utilize them as well. Mm -hmm. Before we move on, Travis Crow says Rogers going to be a Saint next year. That's an interesting prediction. That's interesting. I never, never, never thought about that. We'll see what happens. What happens. All right, let's go ahead and get into some of these ugly games that we saw over the weekend, like the Eagles versus the Lions. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because, um, first of all, I'm gonna go ahead and tell and let y'all know I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I will never in the rest of the season pick the Lions. The Lions could play against the Langham Creek Lobos, and I'm still gonna pick the Creek Lobos. That's yeah, how I feel about the Detroit Lions. You in Detroit? Oh, it's I, dead ass serious. I'm. How am I being disrespectful? I'm being disrespectful. This is your op you at home. Your head coach wanna go out here and bite kneecaps and shit. This is your opportunity to finally get your first fucking win of the season against an Eagles team that lays fucking eggs every every they're, the fucking they're week. A good team. The Eagles are a good team. Like I said, they've been look they've been trying to find a way to get some their weapons the ball in space. Um, and they were able to do it this game. I mean, I'm not surprised they put up 44. The Lions aren't a very good defensive team. Not to mention the you're, Eagles. Have you're some not weapons. surprised. The Eagles you're, have some weapons. Dude, the Eagles all, have weapons, bro. You you disrespecting the Eagles to make it seem like they don't have weapons. They got weapons. They just haven't been able to get them the ball in space. And who, who fought is that? That's the coaching. You better I mean, write up some, some better goddamn time, schemes. It takes time to gel. It takes time to develop those schemes that you're talking about he should be writing up. Well, it looks like this week he did write up some schemes, and uh, Detroit just happened to be the victim. 
That's all it was. Neil Neil says maybe the old seven Lobos. Hell yeah, I'm talking about the old nine Lobos, the ones that actually made it to the playoffs. Oh yeah, they got thrown. Oh yeah, I said what I said. Anyways, okay. Greg Greg also says Eagles aren't a good team. You're drunk ish. I, I have mean, to agree with him on that one, but hey, go ahead and keep sipping good. on your whiskey they're, over there. Right, they're decent. I mean, they're not good. They're decent. Lee also says after seeing Jordan Howard score two touchdowns, the Lions should just look towards the draft and all their picks. I, I think they've been doing that. <laughs> I think they've been them, doing Miami that. Dolphins, and other teams. Yeah, trust me. All right, let's go ahead and move on from this game. And before we do, I will say when it comes to Philly, this is their largest margin of victory on the road since. Week 10 of 1981-ish. Night. We were still in our father's balls. Hey. Our balls. Their balls sack. We weren't even a thought of. Okay. But yet you were telling me, you telling me the Eagles. I, I don't want to hear that crap. I don't want to hear that. We're not doing that. The Eagles, hey, the I'm Eagles not need to get ready the for the draft as well, I'm too. The, I'm not the one that picked the Lions, bro. All right. Let's go ahead and make this very short as well, too. Houston's favorite Favorite team, but you know, maybe besides the Astros at the moment, but the Houston Texans. In the I already games. told you, just put their name up and then move on. <laughs> if you were forced to watch this game in Houston, like most of us were, this game was over with. Alrighty then. That being said, we can go ahead and move on in another game that again was not pretty. Dolphins and the Bills. Looks like at the moment the Bills have the Dolphins number. One thing I will say, besides this game, of course, um, besides the Bills taking care of their business, ish. Do you think with the distractions going on outside of Miami, with either trying to get Deshaun Watson, which we know, of course, that's not happening anymore, or even with Miami thinking that they might not be 100% invested in Tua, do you feel like that is something that is weighing on Tua and, and not allowing him to play? the way that he should be able to play i mean the man is human right so like yeah that that talk is gonna affect him in some manner um at the end of the day you got to go out and you got to do your job no matter what the talk and everything is going on around you and all of that um and also you got to think about it from the standpoint of even if they are ready to move on they don't have 100 percent faith in you you're auditioning for other teams at this point then like it you got to try to show something out there not if not for this team for another organization to feel comfortable to have give you an opportunity to be the starter over there so uh i do think that it's affecting him i do think that um he probably is not playing the best that he can because mentally he's going through some things but at the same time you got to find a way to play through that because um for your job's sake uh being in the nfl you're gonna have to show something because what you've shown so far I don't think that there's any organization outside of Miami that feels like he's a franchise quarterback. I have to agree with you on that one, boss. I mean, and I'll just, of course, I know I joke around when it comes to the left-handed stuff. It's not even that, honestly. It's just yeah, yeah. Don't even start that nonsense. He just, to me, doesn't doesn't. And, and I don't, I don't know. I just, all right. I, I, I talk this over. With the wifey, and I and I asked her. I said, "Do you see a trend with these Hawaiian quarterbacks?" Because I'm a Marcus Mariota fan. Of course, he used to be the, the Titans quarterback. I love my boy, especially when he was playing at Mar uh, Oregon. That was that was a bad boy. But for some reason, when he came into the NFL, 
you know, hits after hits, it got to his body. Tua, not just in the NFL, but in college, he's been taking hits. You know, another quarterback that I'm looking at too, right behind Tua, DJ Ui Ungule. I need to see, <laughs> yes, I need to see <laughs> that how from he Cali. That boy from Hawaii. He's from that boy, Cali, that boy man. got that boy got Hawaiian that boy got Hawaiian descent, so he counts as Hawaiian. Oh, but with that being said, he's a part of the Hawaiian quarterback culture. With that being said, will he have the same type of soft body terror issues that are plaguing these these warm bodied quarterbacks that are so used to having things fun in the sun? He might it's, not even be a high draft pick. <laughs> oh yeah, like, well, no, I, I definitely like, agree on that. On, his draft stock has dropped. Mean, his his stock has dropped uh, significantly. So unless he picks it up uh, next year, you know, I, I don't see him being that bit in the same class as Tua and Marcus Mariota. Um, but you know, we'll have to see. I don't know that there's necessarily a trend or something going on with the Hawaiian quarterbacks. I just think that. Um, Tua was always a little frail since his Alabama days. And with Marcus Mariota, I just don't think that that was the right situation for him in Tennessee. I think that for some of these players, they end up getting drafted as into certain teams that it may just not be the right fit for you. And I don't think that that was the right fit. Not that he played horribly, but it just wasn't really tailored enough to him and his strengths. But, you know, We'll see. Uh, he's over there in Vegas. Well, he was in Vegas with John Gruden, but no, he's, John still Gruden he's, he's still there. No, I'm saying, but John Gruden's not no longer there. So yeah. that was the biggest. Uh, he was his biggest supporter, biggest supporter. in Vegas, yeah. I think. So we'll have to see what happens now. If he's well, with with the Peter Man being gone, I'm pretty sure Marcus Mariota has that backup spot at the moment. So yeah, at the moment. Yeah, let's get to the comments right quick. Gray says Alabama quarterbacks continue to be abysmal in the NFL. Parentheses Mac Jones might change the narrative. Uh, I'll be honest with you when it comes to Mac Jones, I don't like how he throws the ball. He does not stand tall in the pocket. When you watch him throw, he hits, he hits you with that. Hey, that's all they need in New England, though. Shit. All right. Tom Brady ain't hey, Tom Brady ain't throw the ball like that. It was good enough Shit. to beat the Chargers. You high as hell. You high as hell. Tom Brady ain't do that. It was good enough to beat the Chargers this week, now wasn't it? All right. So let's go ahead and get right into that game, then. How about we do it? How about we get right into the Patriots-Chargers game? Both of us picked the Chargers to win this game. We both spoke on this game on Sunday to preview this game, and we felt like Justin Herbert was going to have a better game and bounce back and be at home and win this game. And guess what? This is now his second worst performance in the NFL. And now <laughs> both performances come against Bill Belichick and the, and the Patriots. So what it seems like to me, obviously Bill Belichick kind of know what the fuck he's doing when it comes to coaching. And Justin Herbert ha- has had his has had his welcome to the NFL moments, right? And this is a very good game for both teams to 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 really learn from. I, I honestly feel like the Chargers should learn from this because we talked about them last season when it comes to you have to finish certain games, right? This is this is a game you're supposed to win. I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like this is a game you're supposed to win. You didn't do that. But guess what? Still mid, midway point, a lot of football left to play. You can learn from this and keep moving. Patriots, this is a hell of a win for y'all. I've, I was on the show talking about you haven't, you haven't won, you haven't won against anybody except for the Texans and the Jets. Yeah, you don't have a signature win yet. How can I take y'all seriously? The Patriots are phonies. I said this. After beating the Chargers, I have to put a little respect on the name. 
You gotta put a little respect on the name. Bill Belichick said, hey, don't forget Dre. Eminem might have left, but don't forget about Dre. All right. With that being said, shout out to you, Bill Belichick. You keep doing your thug thizzle and, and keep doing your, your your Grim Reaper type stuff, and we just gotta be out here. We just gotta be out here to respect it, ish. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Really, for me, it's just uh, when we look back on this, if the Chargers end up not winning the AFC West, then I think this is one of the games we're gonna point to and say you should have had it. You should have had this game. Uh, every it was there for the taking for um, for the Chargers to win this game. Uh, you were playing at home. You didn't have to go to New England. You were playing at home as the favorite. Um, you expect for Justin Herbert, the way he's been playing this season, to step up and win a game like this at home and to have the performance that he had. I mean, you got to, like you said, put some respect on the Patriots, put some respect on Bill Belichick's name. He's able to draw up these schemes that really, I mean, young quarterbacks struggle against Bill Belichick. Um, and uh, he continues to do it. He continues to work that magic against these young quarterbacks that are playing well. Um so yeah, the Patriots they are they could potentially be a problem. I mean, they're right behind the Buffalo Bills in the standings. Buffalo's sitting at five and two, they're sitting at four and four. I mean, it's not out of the question that they could it's potentially not. catch Buffalo if Buffalo slips up a couple of times. So um I do think we gotta put a little bit more respect on the Patriots, but at the same time, I just don't think the Patriots have enough to really be competitive. So while they may shock a couple of teams like the Chargers going um going on the rest of the season, let's be honest, they're not gonna make any real noise come playoff time. I mean, you you are correct. I mean, if even if they do slide into that seven seed in the AFC, uh, I don't I don't think anybody really is worried about the mystique like that because you won't even be playing at home you'll be playing exactly away. so i mean it'd be interesting but hey again bill Belichick, a bill belichick coach team you know you know how that goes okay. so, all right let's go ahead and move on to a game that i had to uh question myself on why ish picked this team but bro hey, stop being a hater gotta, man i'm just saying you gotta go out on a limb sometimes i did the same thing yeah, with the yeah, yeah. I'm, you got I, to you I, got I said to. hey i said and i told you during the pre-show it's gonna be some crazy stuff that happened on halloween and it did but this wasn't one of them jacksonville jaguars did what they do best and that's you know don't show up while they travel and went ahead and got that ass whooped by the seahawks and um i will say the bright side about the jaguars is that after the game was over with Owner Shad Khan of the Jacksonville Jaguars said that he has nothing but is uh, uh, nothing but Urban Meyer's support and feel like Urban Meyer is the man moving forward. So, hey, got to love that organization. Got to love them. Continue to keep on keep on trying. Got to love those Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, man, you know, when, when you got somebody that's got the hookup with the queen, you got to stick with them. Uh, you know, one thing I didn't take into account when I picked the Jaguars to win this game is that the Queen has been sick of late. She's been in and out of the hospital. So those mentor sessions she's been having with Urban. Um, now, which Queen are you talking about? You we talking about the one at the bar or are you talking about the one overseas? The Queen of England, bro. That's why I, they I didn't know you met the Queen of Lap Dancers, my bad. No, the Queen of England. That's, oh. that's why they always win over there. They got the hookup over there to where, oh. you know, They've got that, that personal connection. Got the tea and crumpets. Um, yeah, with the with the going to Buckingham Palace. 
you know, I didn't take that into consideration. That was my bad. Um, Urban, you know, like Shad said, we still got 100% faith in you. We're trying to make a, a change or talk with the NFL so that all of your games next year are played in London because that way you will go um, a smooth 17 and 0. 17 and 0, uh, huh? You're going to call it right now, huh? Hey, 17 and 0. If we, if we let them play our games, you are a horrible You are a horrible person ish. Why? A horrible person to put that proclamation on this team. What do you mean? They, Trevor Lawrence, 100% wins in London. Urban Meyer, 100% win rate in, in London. I mean, what are you talking about? 17-0 if they play all their games in London. They've got the best record all time in London. The Jaguars are made for London, man. Just let like I say all the time, you having a you having a great record in London means nothing because the that Why? means that the NFL do not like your bum ass team and they want to send your ass off to London to go play. That's what it means. But they still win in the game, so what does that matter? Then let them become the London Jaguars. I don't know what what the problem is. I, the London Jaguars. First of I'm, all, you know good and damn well what's the problem? Travel, food. Not being around family, all that stuff. They ain't about to have no team in no damn London they, right now. They family can move to London. Everybody can move to London. You heard it here first, London Jaguars. I'm going to start a petition. On, no, we're not. Um, what do you mean? I'm going to start a petition. No, go sign the petition, London Jaguars. All right. We're going to go ahead and move on because I actually want to get to a good game like this Buccaneers and Saints game. It was a hell of a game. I'm just saying, it was not why are you good, making that man. face? It was it a great good. game. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Are you upset that the, the Saints still won even without Jameis? Is that what you're saying? Bro, they they won because they didn't have to have Jameis. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what you're doing now, huh? Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're being real disrespectful, huh? Yep. So the so the Saints weren't winning before Jameis got hurt, is what you're saying. I mean, they were holding on by thread with Jameis mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. then, you know, um, his 56 yards passing wasn't really inspiring enough and mm. he got hurt and and then it you know it kind of went up from there but mm. hey all, all all respect to the saints they they were able to pull one out against um tom brady and the buccaneers uh i just didn't foresee james getting hurt or else the buccaneers would have won that game no they wouldn't have if anything, yeah. Jameis, Jameis would have scored another 10 more points on them. Oh, man, you're right. crazy. Because like I said, James, this was this was Jameis. This was Jameis. Hey, you didn't want me? I'm going to show I'm going to show y'all that you that you want me, even though he sure did show him with 56 no, yards. Jameis, first of all, you're going to stop that. OK, again, you can't six do anything when you get hurt in the first quarter. Stop. Six, six of 10, 56 yards. Oh, yeah, he sure showed them, man. Goodness, we we really missed that fifty six yards. Uh, I mean, you done, you done. What? First what? of all, as we as everybody saw in the post game locker room dance off and whatnot, everybody saw Jameis out there still dancing with the team. The team loves Jameis. Jameis loves the team. And if it wasn't for what Jameis brings to the to the if team, they, they, people still, people wouldn't fuck with Jameis. But they, obviously, so me, with the Saints, so they fuck with Jameis. So let me ask you this question: If Jameis was able just, to dance with the team, what was he doing not playing then? Uh, again, obviously, if you look at the video, his his leg was uh, strapped up already. Well, he was I mean, dancing, not, he was dancing on his good it. leg. I'm not watching the Saints celebrate a victory over the Buccaneers in the regular season. I okay, mean, you ain't gotta them, watch then. I'm letting people know that that did look at the video. The, no, I'm 
Um, that's that the Saints had a little turn up club a party there. after the after the game's over. With. Everybody, everybody don't want to celebrate like the Patriots and just go just go back to the locker room, slap ass, and eat a little Notre Grain bar and go home. Nobody want to do that shit all the time. No, let these let know. these men have fun. God dang, y'all always want to talk hey. about no fun league and shit. Let these boys have some fun. No, nah, they can have fun. Okay, they can have fun. Uh, hopefully, they're able to to do something. You know, keep winning these games. Now with Jameis gone, I I expect the turn turnaround to happen. So you're Kelly, saying, okay, the Saints are the Saints are five and two at the moment. Yep. Will they make the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. There's some people out there that feel like they ain't making the playoffs. I mean, let me hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me do some let me do some calculations real quick. They play the Titans week ten. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs, bro. Oh, okay. They're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, for sure, for, for sure, for sure. I respect it. I respect. I mean, when you look at when you look at some of these other divisions, it's not it's not it's pretty top heavy in in the NFC. Let's just be honest, man. It, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. there's not a lot of middle of the road teams there. I agree. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the other divisional game in this division: of Panthers and Falcons. Ugh, yeah, not we, much to talk about we, here. Yeah, we we uh we of course picked the Falcons and the Panthers for some reason want to show up and play football. Wanted to, wanted to play football on Sunday, and and I, I really don't have too many words for this game because the Falcons had it. They just blew it. Blew it like they always do, ish. I mean, yeah, they it, it was there, and they lost it. So it is what it is. Um, I don't like either of these teams. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just gonna All keep it right. 100. I don't All like right either of these teams. Let's just go ahead and move on because it ain't much to talk about on that game. But I would love to dabble into this game because I know how much Ish loves him some Justin Fields. So let's go ahead and speak on this game. Ish felt like, hey, with no Matt Nagy, Bears besides them winning, you're gonna see a better Justin Fields. You're gonna see a more open playbook. You're gonna see him do what he do. Ish. I did see that, but you want to know what I have a problem with on, on, on some serious. Uh, on some, here we let go. me explain. Let me explain. You let me let me explain. The the problem that I do have with Chicago Bears is that they play on natural grass, and I've seen too many times Justin Fields slipping and sliding when he's out here trying to uh, roll out and 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 play action bootleg and and do these types of cuts, and I'm just so worried about him seriously hurting himself. Because I think, and I could be wrong, but I feel like he's somebody that has played on grassy turf his whole life, mainly, you know, middle school, high school, college. And this is his first time really playing on natural grass. And you know this, this is a complete difference. Playing on AstroTurf, grassy turf, grass, it is, all of them are completely different. And when I'm watching Justin Fields, yes, he's razzling and dazzling out there, but I'm just worried about him pulling an RG3. That is all. I know he's going to be a really great quarter. I, I'm sorry, good quarterback. But because he plays for the Chicago Bears, I don't think he can be a great quarterback because of the history Chicago Bears have when it comes to quarterbacking. That's my only problem with the Chicago Bears and what they are trying to do with Justin Fields. 
No, no, no. Um, I mean, I, I, I can. I think it's a valid concern when you look at when you do watch um, him running around out there. He's slipping a lot. Um, That's what I'm saying. It just takes one, uh, you know, awkward slip to extension and all that. One, it just takes one thing, and he's already kind of had a knee issue earlier in the year. I think when they're at home, he he kind of slightly hyperextended his knee or something. Uh, so yeah, very valid. However, let me just say this, man. He looked really good, just like I predicted. I predicted no Matt Nagy. He was going to look really good. You were going to see a great game from him. Uh, unfortunately, the defense didn't show up the way I expected them to show up. Um, well, I told you with Mr. No Khalil Mack, that would be a problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You still don't, think that, it, you don't think that it would it would be a problem to the tune of 322 passing yards. So, Mr. Jimmy uh, G. Something, something, something happened there where they just didn't show up. Okay, that's fine. Maybe Khalil Mack has a bigger um, mental, you know, leadership role than I attributed to him. But uh, Matt Nagy needs to go, man. With the way that Justin Fields looked without Matt Nagy there, Matt Nagy needs to go. They need to hire the right person in to take advantage of Justin Fields' full potential. Matt Nagy is not that guy. Um, honestly, I, I, I don't want to see Matt Nagy there anymore. Like, Matter of fact, after that performance, they should have just went ahead and just got rid of him right then and there. They should have just told him what, he had what happens. What happens if Matt Nagy come back and the boy throw from the yards? Now, let's also remember. Let's also remind everybody. Let's let's be real. Let's be real, fish. Because I know you don't want to give Matt Nagy no credit, but Matt he Nagy and them did. Matt Nagy did drop the game plan for this game, even though he didn't no, coach. He drew up the game plan. Yes, he did. Yes, he no, did. He so didn't. he, he didn't okay. have any. He, he didn't, say all he you didn't want have to, any but... hand in the game plan. He, yes, he, he was did. at yes, home, he did, sir. Yes, he did. Okay. With that being said, let's see how next week plays out for the Bears, and let's see what happens on this Matt Nagy and and Justin Fields roller coaster of emotions. And this he is this is like my go. favorite. This is like my favorite soap opera to watch in the NFL. This the Chicago Bears just. Being the Chicago Bears. Why Chicago Bears? The the I, I think the best train train wreck to watch in the NFL by far is the organization in Houston. No, I'm not no 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 no. That's uh, obvious. Ain't no by far the best. The, I, I mean, that's not the best. Goodness. That's the most obvious. Like these fools out here just just playing just playing little league football. Like nobody taking these fools seriously. They tr- trading away no, the best no, players no. they got. I mean, wow. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna bring them boys up. So let's go ahead and talk about one of the biggest upsets of the week. Maybe the biggest upset: Bengals versus the Jets. Yo, who the hell is Matt White? Who the hell is Matt White? Hey, somebody, somebody tell me who Matt White is because I don't know who that man is. Uh, I know who he I is. Know is he, say say one more time: Who Matt White? Who Mike White? That's who he is. You better you better put some respect on Mike White name. Boy, say yeah. he gonna drop four hundred. My first start, baby. That's what he gonna do. And, I don't know who that, but man, who that so, man is. I will, I will say this, and I've said it once before, and I will say it again. The same I talked about with Taylor Henneke last season when he played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When you a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, whoever it is, and nobody has film on you, and nobody knows how to play you, you're gonna be able to get away with some things because nobody knows who the hell you are. Is Mike White gonna throw 400 yards every game? Hell to the no. But when it comes to capitalizing on a situation and an opportunity, he definitely did that. And he definitely made a name for himself, at least on week eight, being able to beat, at the time, number one seed in the AFC. 
So seriously, shout out to the Jets and Mike White for being able to, on some real stuff, being able to seriously bring the Bengals back down to reality. Because I'm pretty sure they're riding high, and and they, I mean, let's be real. We all thought the Bengals were gonna win this game. Nobody, I'm pretty sure, went for the Jets except for maybe Jet fans. I'm pretty sure Jet fans didn't think they were gonna win that game, and they was able to do what we talk about on Sunday all the time, any given Sunday, baby. Um, you know, I think for for me, it's an, this is another example of pretty much the same thing with the L.A. Chargers. You got a younger quarterback in his second year. You expect you expect him to continue to play the way he's played all season, which he didn't play horribly, but he didn't have a great game. Um, and you know, it's part of this growing process for these teams that aren't traditionally up there in that conversation and learning how to be the hunter, right? Learning how to to finish off these teams that you should be finishing because again, just like I said with the chargers, if they end up not winning the AFC North or they end up without a buy in the first round of the playoffs, like they miss it by a game or two games. We're looking at this game. Like, <laughs> well, y'all should have be Mike white in the New York jets. When, when you had a chance, like, why did, why did you slip up in that game? So, Right now, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you know, it's one loss. It's early in the season still. They got time. But I think these are always the type of games that when you look at it later on in the season, you miss a bye week or you end up with a really bad playoff matchup because of one game or two games. Then people are always like, ah, well, you should have won this game. So, yeah, definitely this game is one of those where they're going to look back at home against a Jets team that's not playing with their, you know, rookie franchise guy and you choked it away. That's now quick question ish before we move on from this topic. Will there be quarterback controversy in New York when Zach Wilson comes back? I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Mike White is gonna take his job. I'm not saying it at all because it was be real Zach Wilson is getting paid a lot of money and they feel like he's the future. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying it's the same situation, but we've seen kind of a situation where a guy named Matt Flynn got paid a lot of money to leave Green Bay to come play quarterback in, in Seattle. And he had this young rookie who had his eyes full and ready to play football named Russell Wilson come and take his spot and never look back. I'm not saying that could happen in New York, but I feel like when Zach Wilson comes back, it has to be a quarterback competition in the offseason. Because I don't think any, I don't think this quarterback position is guaranteed. And if you are New York and you want to actually compete, why not throw them two out and and, and see who, who you know the best the best quarterback can get? If it's not Zach Wilson, that's on Zach Wilson. So ish, how do you feel about that? Um, I don't think so. Not even close. They, if you saw the reports recently, they just hired his personal like quarterback coach or whatever, um, Zach Wilson. That is so. Um, it looks like they're doubling down on Zach Wilson. All I know um, is folks get hired and fired all the time. Hey, I'm just saying, it looks like the optics right now is that they're doubling down on Zach Wilson, um, you know, not only as their guy, but within the organization, they're bringing in somebody very close to him to help him out. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think there's going to be a quarterback controversy. And we'll have to wait and see what Mike White – this is one game from Mike White. Let's, let's, wait, let's wait and see what Mike White does moving forward. I agree. I agree. All right, let's go ahead and move on to one of them old school ragamuffin 
three yard in a cloud of dust type of games. If you saw the score, it was ugly. 15 yeah. to 10. Those points were earned, not given. And of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to. Little brother, the Cleveland Browns at home. And with the trade deadline ending today at 4 p.m. Eastern, OBJ, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. was 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 uh, on the talks for maybe getting traded, but it, apparently it wasn't from OBJ. I'm sorry, OBJ. It was apparently from OB, his daddy Odell Beckham, that put out a Instagram post and apparently has a problem with the way that the Cleveland Browns are utilizing Odell Beckham Jr. The reason why most likely he could not get moved, and I heard that the Saints were apparently maybe in talks of getting him, is his contract. That's really the main thing that's holding him back because a lot of teams just do not want to take on that contract, especially with a wide receiver that just has not been himself. And you can talk about his Blake Baker, you can talk about his Cleveland, you can talk about his this. You can, looking at hell, it's just you can just tell he's not the same. When he when he went to Cleveland, you put on that goddamn Richard Milley watch and shit, and you want to play football at the same time, your mind is not focused on the right things, ish. And people can say what they want and say, oh, well, but football players they can wear what they want. Da, da, da. Look, bro, I ain't never in my life seen nobody wear no goddamn watch while playing football. I don't give a damn how much it costs. I just feel like, again, your mindset is not – and it don't have to be 100% purely based on football. But the reason why you even have this platform, period, is because you are a great football player. And sooner rather than later, if you don't get this back going again to being back this 65-catch you know, catch receiver, 1,000 yards, 10-touchdown receiver – OBJ would be an afterthought, or you would be a third receiver on a championship team, you know, that needs help. But reality, Odell, you're not putting in the work. Travis Rose says he's a celebrity. You, I, I feel like, yeah, you're more celebrity than a football player. That's just my opinion, and and I feel like the reason why we the, the same reason why we love Odell is the same reason why it also bites Odell in the butt. That's just again my opinion, ish. Yeah, um, so I, I had a source that was close to the situation that uh, kind of filled me in a little bit on what was going on uh, with the Saints and OBJ. Uh, the, the word is that, yes, they did get in contact with the Cleveland Browns. They were in serious talks with the Cleveland Browns. And where the snag came up, like you said, uh, was his contract, but not just because of, you know, the years that he has left and everything but mainly the money that he's owed for the remainder of the year, the Saints don't have much in cap space at the moment. So they needed the Browns to pick up some of that salary in mm -hmm. order to make that deal work. And the Browns just weren't willing to pick up any of that salary. My understanding is the Browns, if they're going to move Odell Beckham Jr., they want to wash their hands completely clean of Odell Beckham Jr. They don't want to have to, you know, um, you know, pick up some of the salary or, you know, cater to some of the things that they put in this contract. So, um, I mean, it's kind of a problem on their on their fault because they gave him the contract and to not utilize him the way that he, you know, 
expects to be utilized or some in the league would say he should be utilized. Um, you kind of brought it upon yourself. I know the injuries happened and everything like that, but um, I don't I don't see them. I think it's an offseason thing, and it may end up being something that he gets cut or released instead of actually being traded. Oh, no, I definitely agree on that. I, I feel like he, he might do he might have to do a veteran's minimum. He might have to go somewhere and be that third, second or third receiver somewhere. You're not a number one no more. I'm sorry. You're not even with the Browns. You're not a number one with the Browns. Yeah. So why would you why would you why would anybody expect for Odell to just oh, or go to the go to Jacksonville or go to whoever and just be their number one? No, it's not going to happen. You know, again, we talk about this on the show all the time. Stop living in the past. We got to start living in the past. OB is who he is right now, and he's not playing up to his contract. Again, you can say it's the Browns as a team. You can say it's Baker. You can say it's OBJ. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just you're not performing to your contract. So to be able to make moves moving forward, you have to adjust some things. I will say this. I don't know if you've heard this or not, Ish. Do you think he might land in New England on a discount? Um, I don't know that he'll land in New England only because, um, like we were mentioning earlier about him being a celebrity, uh, that just doesn't mesh well with Bill Belichick and what Bill Belichick. Agreed, agreed. But hey, Randy Moss was there. He was able to do what he do. I wouldn't bring up Chad Otocinco because that really didn't last because of the real Chad. Chad didn't know the playbook. It's the truth. But but Chad, but but that's different. Chad was at a different point in his career, and Chad also when he went there, Chad was very respectful to the. You're 100 correct. You're 100 correct. But guess what? When your ass don't know how to do your damn job, your ass gonna get cut. You know who Chad reminds me of? Chad remind me of of uh, Nick Cannon on Drumline, where his ass could play freehand until somebody put some music sheets on on him and be like, read the notes. And he'd be like, hey, I don't know how to read music. That's That was that was OBJ. I'm sorry, that was that was uh, Ocho Cinco with the Patriots. Let's not, let's not disrespect Chad. Like and that, disrespect man. is the truth. There were, there were a lot of factors that went into it not working out in New England. It just didn't work out. Um, but, hey, Chad's still great nonetheless. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's uh we got two more games to talk about. This first one will be very, very short because it was not sexy at all. But the Washington football team and the Broncos. Hey, the Broncos almost let us down, man. They almost let the Washington football team beat them. Um, but with the Broncos overall, the, the, the biggest news that came out of this out of this win, of course, is Von Miller getting traded to the LA Rams. Ish. Because I know you know this on the group chat. We had somebody ask us this silly-ass question on the group chat, which I don't know why he would, but with the new-look defense of the Rams, are they on a collision course to meet up with the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game? I mean, I want to see how Von Miller syncs up. We've seen a lot of defensive players move around, um, a lot of older defensive players move around and not really have the same kind of impact as expected. I'll use one really – I'll use one that hits close to home for you. Please don't Jadevian say Clowney. Please don't say Clowney. Oh, Lord. Jadevian Clowney. Went to, went to Tennessee. We expected, you know, some big things. We expected some impact from him. Didn't work out. It just did not work out. And so yeah. – um, I still want to wait and see how he meshes with that team, how they use him um, in combination with Aaron Donald. I mean, 
from the initial looks of it, yeah, it looks like they're probably going to the NFC Championship game to play against the Dallas Cowboys because that defense was already already really good. And to add a piece like Von Miller, I mean, it only takes it even more over the top. You got two guys that can rush the quarterback in any given down. Um, you can't put, you can't go one on one with either one of them. So how are you going to nope. double team both of them? Uh, I mean. It's looking really good in in LA, but I'm still I'm still gonna pump the brakes a little bit and tell people, hey, let's wait and see how he integrates into this team because it's not as easy as people think to just jump into a scheme and automatically have the kind of impact that people are expecting from Von Miller. Especially when it comes to like you're talking about with defensive schemes. Unfortunately, we don't have it right now, but in the future, we will be able to, of course, have our little display shot where we should be able to show you guys different plays and different schemes on both the offensive side of the ball and defense side of the ball. But like Ish is speaking on, let's just say Von Miller, of course, when he was playing with the Broncos, their defensive scheme um, mainly, let's just say, is you know rushing up the middle and A and B gaps getting getting blitz from the linebackers is that in third and the 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 Rams. Their defensive schemes, especially on the defensive line, could be a lot more twisting and a lot more a lot more stunt action because they want to get Aaron Donald, of course, free as much as possible. And with that being said, like you said, Ish, if if Von Miller doesn't play within the scheme, he could mess some things up, which I don't think that he will. I think he comes into this team motivated. He's willing to learn. This is a great defensive locker room, I think, that allows him to come Von Miller. Even if they mess up, I think they still look at Von like you good, bro. Like let's let's get this going. Von Miller ain't no ain't no scrub. You feel me? So it's not like they gonna get on him all the time. They gonna be like, hey, bro, you good? We'll, we'll figure it out when we watch film. We'll keep moving. All right, let me get let me read to this. Let me read this comment because I think it's a very interesting comment, and I, I was surprised that he got released as well too. Travis Pro says, uh, "Where you think Jalen Smith is going to go after Green Bay released him?" Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think yeah, I honestly like we don't like know. me and Ish talked about it. it. Just it comes down to scheme. I, I I thought the Green Bay Packers was a great fit for him, but apparently Green Bay didn't think so. And I guess it just depends on what team needs a linebacker at the moment because I feel like Jalen Smith has a couple more years remaining, but I don't know what's going on. Like I'm trying to figure out: Do the Green Bay Packers know something that we do? The Dallas Cowboys know something we don't know? Is it health related? Is it He's just not playing as good as they thought they that thought he would. I don't know. So that's what I'm trying to figure out with Jalen Smith. I think he's a hell of a linebacker. He could be a leader on any defensive side of the ball, but he just has to find the team that fits that fits him. Yeah, I mean, you definitely got to think there might be something going on there that the rest of us aren't privy to. Um, but we'll have to wait and see where he lands. I don't know because I think a lot of the teams – I mean, maybe, you know, I, I hate to throw this out and seem like some kind of homer guy, and I'm not actually even advocating for this to happen. Um, but it's possible you could go to the Chiefs. Uh, you know, the Chiefs, they, they need impact players on defense anyway. Uh, I'm trying to think of other contenders that may, you know, be willing to take a shot on a guy on the defensive side at the moment, and I just can't really think of uh, – anyone else so um maybe kansas city is the place to go i don't know we'll see all right let's go ahead and wrap this up right quick. travis crow says maybe back to dallas since cox got hurt 
That's, that's if both parties want that. As if both parties want that. Lorenzo Guy says John Smith to the Texans, so he so they can no. destroy the rest of his career like they did, like like they did they who or get what? Got a, I don't know what the hell that was at the end. But anyways, I'm I'm assuming like he he meant like they every player like they did to the whole organization. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they, 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 anyways, they destroy, any any player that played for the Texans don't expect to have a career. You gotta leave. You gotta career, leave Houston. You gotta leave yeah. Houston to be able to have a great career. Oh yeah. All right, let's go ahead and finish it up with the last game. I really didn't talk about this game because my heart. My chest. When I saw Derrick Henry was out. Are you done with this? Done? Okay, I'm sorry. I had to let that out. I'm sorry. I had Where to let that out. Fine, I'm coming back. Like, I'm done. I'm coming I'm back. I'm coming back because I want to say this. Luckily for us, Tennessee Titans have already played the Colts twice. Already beat them. Played the Jacksonville Jaguars. Meaning that we have the Jacksonville Jaguars play in the division and the Texans to play twice. Meaning that I could play running back back there and we will still beat all, uh, both of those teams the, Texans gonna the way we need to. Both times. Anywho, back to what I was saying. <laughs> the Titans' back half of the schedule is not as hard as the Kansas City Chiefs, who, again, can, can, for some reason, keep thinking that they're just going to turn this switch on. And the right. Tennessee Titans being able to not just pick up Adrian Peterson, but also Deontay Foreman allows you to be able to have that one-two punch again that can at least finish out the regular season because reports are saying that, yes, Derek Henry is the regular season, but he can still make it back, if not for the AFC Championship game, then definitely for the Super Bowl. So if the Tennessee Titans can hold strong and hold this ship, at least maybe to the AFC Championship game, knowing that, hey, we win this game, we can get Derek Henry back for the Super Bowl, I think adding a guy like Adrian Peterson, even though he does not have any Super Bowl experience at all, adding a guy that is hungry and motivated to help a team win a championship, I think is a very good opportunity, a good opportunity on both sides for Adrian Peterson to finish off his career and the Tennessee Titans to be able to have a workhorse type of running back replace Derrick Henry for the for the time being, and we just got to steady the ship. Ish looks like you're very excited. Um, no, no, no. This this Derrick Henry coming back for the playoff thing, yeah, no. Okay, you can this, say now nah, all you want to. I'm telling you right now, I got inside sources. Okay, just ride. You got with your the, sources. I got my sources. Just ride with the with the people that y'all got. Don't. I ain't don't. riding with shit. We gonna ride with Derrick Henry when we come back, play bye. All right. This is a machine. You, I, y'all obviously don't understand. This is a. This is ain't a man. This is a machine. Okay. Yeah, you gotta this, hope this to boy, be alive. You gotta hope Neil, to be alive. Neil talking about no, no, no. Neil talking about built different. That's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry built different. You know this. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. On we that. we apologize over here in Nashville that we don't have our our quarterback's little brother out here making doing little ticky tocks and embarrassing see, our franchise. See, nope, I'm just saying. Nope. Nope, hey, I'm just nope. saying. Usually, usually our players out here putting nope. in work, 
in on on in the gym and make sure they ready for the season. But you know, Corvette, no, Corvette. Done. We done. We done. Tiki talk. Anyways, Lee says this. What I've been waiting for. It's time to see what Tannehill really about. Is this his proven year now? I mean, this. I mean, this. I mean, yeah, Lee. I mean, it's always. It's always been his proven year because of the the contract that he got, and everybody always talking about. Of course, he was being carried by Derrick Henry. I, I think because of the running game, no matter if it's Derrick Henry, Adrian Peterson, C.J. Two K, Eddie George, X Williams in the backfield. If you have a running game, you as a quarterback are going to be going better. It doesn't matter. it's just the, the the truth of it? You know, again, people can. Everybody is an Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Tom Brady. Everybody aren't those guys. But if you are a quarterback and you have a reliable running game, you can work for that. We work with that. Unless you're Baker Mayfield. So with that being said, I agree, Lee. Hey, this is a make it or break it year. If you can if you can ride the ship and, and get us to a number one or two seed in the AFC, you did your job, Tannehill. But to finish the job, you gotta win a Super Bowl. All right, that'll do it for tonight. But before we leave, though, I want to go ahead and make sure we show everybody these fantasy standings for the on the NFC side, number one, we got Smokey Joe. Number two, we have Brady's Mavericks. Number three, has Kiss the Baby. Number four, Club Shay Shay. Number five, Bishop Sycamore. Number six, Bay Area Bully. Looks like a Bay Area Bully over here looking like the Lions on the AFC side. <laughs> Colonel Flanner's Chicken, number one. Just another title run. Number two, number three, CD's Nuts. Number four, that Bully. Number five, B-Rocka. Number six, Thanos was right. And just let all y'all know. Fuck fantasy football. You looking like already you know, then, but got his head cut off. Yeah, this is fantasy football is not my friend this year. On the pickums at the moment, I am leading eighty to forty-two to issues seventy-seven to forty-five. Every week so far, we've still gone over five hundred. And hey, like I tell everybody every weekish, whenever y'all ready to take us to Vegas, let us know, baby. We're going to make you make sure we win out some money, baby. We're going to parlay, baby. We're going we gonna to ball and parlay. You already know. With that being said, I hope y'all enjoyed us tonight. I hope y'all enjoy the rest of the World Series tonight. Looks, looks like this might be the last game. So the go World ahead and y'all enjoy. And um, we will see y'all. Yeah, still on. We will see y'all, of course, Sunday morning to speak on the preview games of week nine. And then, of course, next Tuesday, week nine will be our mid-season review, which we will have plenty of guests on this show to have a roundtable discussion of what we've seen in the first nine weeks of the NFL season. So please make sure y'all tune in tomorrow. I'm sorry, next Tuesday. That will be a great episode. I can't wait for that. I already have the guests lined up. So please go ahead and, and join us for, like I said, next Tuesday. It's going to be a great episode. It Ish? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to say your little two cents before you got about, got up out of here. Um, Yeah, I got something to say to wrap up the show, bro. Right, let, let the folks know. Let the folks know. I just want to say, man, I'm not too heartbroken because it was against my team. But shout out to my boy, one hand, Danny Dines, bro. He out there trying to carry a team to victory. The best player on a bad team. Leading his team in rushing. I mean, he can't do it all. At some point, 
Y'all gotta help this man one hand Danny Dimes out, man. He can't catch the ball, run the ball, and throw the ball. He got he he needs people around him, okay? I'm making this claim for him. I'm I'm pleading with the organization so in Houston so trash. to so trash. pick up one hand Danny Dimes when they when when New England, when New New York decide to get rid of him, pick up one hand Danny Dimes, bring him to Houston. He will turn the organization around. Ain't nobody become, turning the organization around become, Houston. I will become a Texan fan if one hand Danny Dime comes to Houston. Ish, you ain't got enough money for Houston for the Houston Texans for them to make that move. I'm letting you know right now. With that said, let's get up out of here before Ish has too much of a love fest with Danny Two Pennies, and we will see y'all on Sunday. <laughs>